0: Welcome, big boys and big ghouls to the Big Boy Ooh. Movies Halloween Spook Fest. Ooh, I'm one of your ghoulish hosts, Matt Beebe. And I'm another one of your monsterish hosts, John George. Ooh, this is a podcast about movies, which I didn't <laughs> say before, but it is and, and has been. Ooh. Ooh and we're <coughs> scary people. The chat hates it.
1: Jesus Christ. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, guys.
0: Tried to get into the holiday spirit here.
1: Yeah. I just checked our numbers. Just lost a lot of podcast subscriptions to our RSS feed just from that. Insane.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. It's it's dropping rapidly right now. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a Halloween nightmare. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I really am so sorry. We won't do it again. I swear that was the only... <laughs> Last swear. year I did a vampire voice and yeah. I thought that was okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Neil was very off-put by it. I remember
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it coming. He didn't. He was very scared by it. It spooked him. I mean, absolutely. Neil seems like a guy who's very easily scared by everything. So. Yeah,
1: that's why he didn't like The Lighthouse. That's
0: true. <laughs> um, but yeah, John, it's a, we are on... I guess, is this all Hallow's Eve? It's the day before Halloween when we're recording this, and it might be Halloween when you listen to this. Yeah. Um, h- how have you been getting into that spooky Halloween spirit? Because, you know, this year is all just like all out, go outside and be spooky. Yeah. Uh,
1: I've mainly just been going to everyone's house, asking them uh, what they're most afraid of, um, <laughs> making sure that I'm breathing the same air as them as well. Um stuff like that. A lot of people have been yeah. saying they're afraid of the virus. I don't know what that is. Okay. Not really That's sure. Weird. Yeah. It, I was like, okay, so I'm I might go as a virus this year. Um Okay. Just to spook people, kinda, you know.
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I actually like that idea. Sort of Halloween fear canvassing, sort of (laughs) collecting the deepest fears of all your neighbors and then using it against them Mm -hmm. in the future. I also like the idea of dressing up as a virus, whatever that is, (laughs) and knocking on their door and like uncovered mouth just screaming trick or treat right at their face <laughs> yeah exactly um that will terrify them i feel like they'll be super scared because of my costume you know yeah, and my exactly. energy yeah um yeah and sometimes i'll say like death to all your family members
2: ah yeah <laughs> oh, and
1: i'll like swing around a knife and <laughs> walk into their living room a little bit <laughs> yeah just a little bit though if you go in they can call
0: the cops so just yeah they can call the cops although if you say like uh like backsees right before uh, they call the cops then they have to stop and, and let True. you leave Backseas, yeah yeah you say you say and also just a prank, you ask bro. for candy on your way out you're like oh by the way candy please <laughs>
1: by the way trick or treat so please give me a treat
0: i i sort of did the trick already but i feel like i still should want i i should get treat is the thing
1: by the way it's not a trick though i i do want to kill your family
0: yeah, <laughs> I'll be watching, and also I'm a virus, spooky.
1: <laughs> uh, but also, I've been watching movies, Bibi, to get into the Halloween mood. So nice. Tell me about it. Um, t- the first two movies aren't Halloween themed at all. So uh, I guess one is about abortion, which is spooky, very scary yeah, topic. Very spooky. Um. <laughs> well, first before that I watched David Byrne's American Utopia, which is like a concert experience on HBO Max. Uh, David Byrne. okay. Rock Legend. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, it was fun. It was a nice little it was a nice little musical concert type thing. And I enjoyed it a lot. Very good uh, camera work and directing from Mr. Spike Lee. Two movies in one year, even though this isn't a movie, technically. Congrats, Spike. <laughs> Holy shit. No Spike. Nailing it. Killing it. Um, and yeah, great. I good songs. I I didn't know about this David Byrne album that came out apparently two years ago, but lots of good songs in there. And he played some oldies as well. Uh just an enjoyable little concert jam sesh, in my opinion. Um And then I watched in the same day. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Which is a movie I've been meaning to see all year because it came out in like January or something.
0: Wow! In the before times, yeah.
1: Um, and honestly, this is one of my favorites this year. This is a really, really oh, wow. good movie. It's something. It's it's a type of movie I've been waiting for this year. I I haven't really it a movie hasn't hit my sweet spot of of what I like quite yet this year. And this one is the first one to do it. I really enjoyed it. Really, really good acting from the main actor, Sydney Flanagan. This was her first movie ever, and she was really goddamn good. Um, it's about abortion. It's very sad. So if you're going to watch it, be prepared for that. But yeah, I think it's okay. really damn good. I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, yeah, and as a palate cleanser, you can watch Unpregnant immediately after. Yeah, that, I, that, that one... Your, your abortion double feature.
1: Yeah, that one seems a little more uplifting, maybe, than this one. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, just based off the poster and stuff. This one, very sad, but I think very real and a good a portrait of abortion. I, I think it's a very... Yeah. One of the more realistic... Realistic, like, the the scale is like Juno to this movie. Like, Juno feels very... whimsical okay and not as real as this one is very reality based Um, yeah and close to real life i would imagine
0: yeah you said portrait and i was gonna make a portrait of a lady on fire joke and then i remembered there was also an abortion (laughs) in that movie there is an abortion in that movie yes (laughs) there you go i was
1: setting you up for it
0: um and then i
1: watched the thing which we're going to talk about And then Mm -hmm. yesterday I watched The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is a little, it's not that scary, but it's a little mystery movie, I guess, Um, directed by Jim Cummings, who last, or 2018, was his debut film, Thunder Road, which I really, really liked. This is his his first movie since that one. And I think it's too similar to Thunder Road. (laughs) Um, So... I wasn't the biggest fan of this one. I, I he plays a cop in both of these movies and I think he probably should have played a different character cuz I feel like he just plays the same character except maybe a little angrier in this one. He's really good at yelling. That's his main mm. acting skill. Um oh cool. But I you, love
0: it when an actor is really good at yelling, <laughs> like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, if
1: you ever heard of Jim Cummings, look him up. I think he's pretty hilarious. Watch Thunder Road. Maybe watch this one. This one's There's definitely a higher budget for this one, and you you can tell, but I think it's not as good, unfortunately. It's still good and enjoyable, but not as memorable as Thunder Road. Definitely check out Thunder Road, though. Great film.
0: All right. Uh, Well, I uh, watched some movies this week, not really Halloween-themed or sad, uh, so there's been a lot of PlayStation buzz going around. Everyone's so hyped for this fifth PlayStation. Much like we had John George the Fourth, I have a PlayStation 4. and we're all just so hyped <laughs> for the delivery of the fifth edition of either John George or yep. PlayStation, whichever comes first. Seems like PlayStation at this point will yeah, probably be first. Probably. Well, st- um, Amazon hasn't given you the l- delivery date quite yet, though, so. That's true. Yeah, if Amazon doesn't <laughs> uh, deliver it soon, <laughs> John George might beat me to a fifth. Um, but, the, of course, Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be coming out for that. I've been in a very Spider-Man Miles Morales mood, so I went back and I rewatched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I have Ooh. talked very extensively about on this podcast before. It was number three on my Films of the Decade list uh, back when we did that last year. Uh, and it's it's still good. I got it on Blu-ray now. Ooh. 4K Blu-ray. Ooh. Couldn't watch it on 4K Blu-ray because my shitty PlayStation 4 <laughs> does not play 4K discs. So I watched it on regular Blu-ray. Dumb. Um yeah but i watched some behind the scenes features too because they uh they have a little featurette about how like they got all the cast and how they said they basically just uh got their first choices for everyone they were like oh what if this guy was this character and then they sent an email and they got him. um so yeah it's still a great movie still really like it uh visually stunning i can't believe how good that movie looks
1: so good wait is that yeah what's the difference okay so is the difference between a dvd and a blu-ray resolution or is it something else
0: so blu-ray i believe has slightly clearer picture higher resolution and i think one of the big differences with blu-rays versus dvds is the sound quality um blu-ray discs can save a lot more information on them than a regular dvd so Blu-rays just have a general higher quality. And then obviously these 4K Blu-rays can uh, display at 4K and, and give you even better picture than that. Sick. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been future-proofing a little bit with some of the, the Blu-rays I've been picking up, making sure they're 4K. So that when I get my dang PlayStation 5 <laughs> on launch day, I'm calling it now. Don't screw me on this, Amazon. I can start watching my, I can finally watch Blade Runner 2049 yeah. in 4K. I own a 4K TV. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I got mine right back there. Hell yeah. It's, it's pretty nice.
1: <laughs> my dad just got a really big 4K TV, even nicer on a very oh, big yeah? screen. Like, holy shit. We watched Moneyball in 4K. Well, I watched like oh, a couple of minutes of it, and I was like, this is, it looks too real. It looks like I'm with Billy Bean right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it like an OLED screen? Yeah. Do you know? okay yeah that's like because mine's not like neither's is oled screens are <laughs> yeah thousands of dollars yes. and like i can't drop that so uh but yeah i've i've watched stuff on 4k oleds and it's like you're looking through a window i remember watching breaking bad in 4k um one of my college friends got like an oled 4k screen right when they came out because his family was loaded um and we watched Breaking Bad in 4K and I just like couldn't believe yeah. it was like Walter oh, White so was nuts. in the room with
1: me. Yeah, I can't, I I didn't, I'm not, one day I'll splurge on a Samsung TV. For now, I'm stuck with uh, TCL or TLC, well, I don't TCL I think is what it's called.
0: Yeah, I, I got an LG, good. which is generally pretty good quality for uh, for even like the LCD that I have now, so. Yeah, LG's, uh, LG's pretty damn good. Yeah, this I'm is a fan.
1: This is the podcast where we review TVs.
0: This is our tech corner. You can call me Marquez Browning because I'm only talking about tech from now on. Maybe <laughs> just
1: reviews the new iPhone, the new Samsung yeah. Note.
0: I've never owned an iPhone because I could never afford one. But now, now I'll do it for <laughs> but, the views. But now I'm investing
1: in my future because more people will listen if I randomly interrupt John with reviews of the tech.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, got that. Uh, of course I watched The Thing, and then I'll briefly mention Mandalorian Season 2 came out today. I watched the first episode earlier today, uh, and it was fine. It seemed to suffer from kind of the issues of the first season, which was, like, not extremely plot-heavy, so each episode kind of stands on its own as its own individual story, and if that individual story doesn't hold up super well then like your interest in the episode isn't great it clearly had a much higher budget this time and also had a surprise guest star that i was extremely happy to see which i won't spoil here just in case anyone (laughs) yeah it was john john showed up in the episode (laughs) and started a podcast with the mandalorian yep started it with
1: baby yoda had him on big boy movies
0: yeah, ba- let's get Baby Yoda on <laughs> Big Boy Moot. Disney hates that we call it Baby Yoda. We're supposed to call it The Child. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's everyone's interviewing fictional characters nowadays. Let's just get on it, baby. That's true, yeah. If if we if someone can get an interview with Seraphine, we can get an interview with Baby Yoda. <laughs> People are interviewing Borat all over the place, you know?
1: This isn't a real oh, guy. They true. don't know he's not real. Come on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> got him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's still good. Like I'm still gonna keep watching it. I I love the aesthetic of the show, and there's still some like fun Western twang to it. Um, but I'm still waiting for that show to get to reach its potential that I know it has. You know? Hell yeah, I haven't watched any of it, so, so but
1: I know it has potential as well.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, if you like Star Wars, or if, even if you like sort of old oldest style Western. Like serialized shows, I'd say give it a try. Season two's here uh, and it's here to stay, I assume, unless Disney cancels it. <laughs> In the middle of the season. In the middle of the season. They're like, Oh, we're not even gonna release the rest of the episodes. <laughs> Everyone's not but you talk about it more we'll release it, all right? Episode two better get a 10 out of 10 or we're not releasing episode three.
1: (laughs) That'd be so weird if someone threatened.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Disney was like, Metacritic better have a 100% average or you're not getting any more of this show. That'd be so funny. I need
1: the audience reviews to be 100% and then just trolls would come in and give it negative reviews. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Demolish it. (laughs) (laughs) Just so no one ever got the episode yeah they already confirmed season three hell yeah they also confirmed season yeah. three of ted lasso which i'm happy
2: nice
0: about.
1: ted theodore lasso
0: the- theodore lasso <laughs> um um john i'm sorry i actually i know ne- i never do this i re- actually really have to use the bathroom right oh, now shit okay um, yeah. i'll just yeah i'm sorry everyone ch- just give me like a second i'll be right back
1: yeah i guess I guess it's just me solo podcasting for now. Um, yeah, weird. BB's never had to use the bathroom in the middle of the podcast, so this is kind of weird. I probably should just edit this part out, but I am live on Twitch as well. Um, okay, BB's calling me. wonder if he got stuck in the bathroom or something.
2: Hmm. Hello, BB? BB? Hey John, what's up? Sorry, listen. I just wanted to apologize for uh, canceling recording today. I just got stuck in crazy traffic, man.
1: Wait, what? I, what are you talking about? We we've, we've been recording the episode for like 30 minutes now, half hour. <laughs> what?
2: No, you got my text right. I got stuck in traffic. I can't do the episode. I.
1: No, you just went to the bathroom. You're in traffic. What? I,
2: what are you? What are you talking about? I went to the bathroom. Who are you talking to? It. It. You. You? Oh, oh shit. There, is there someone in my apartment? It,
1: yes, it's y- it's you.
2: What the fuck? It's me. Okay, okay, John. Uh, fuck, fuck, John. Listen, uh, just just keep doing the episode like normal. Uh, don't don't let it know that you know anything. Okay, just just pretend like it's normal.
1: Uh, okay.
2: Uh, Listen, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be back at my apartment soon. I'm stuck in traffic, but I'm gonna be back soon. I'll take care of it. Just but don't, right. don't do anything crazy. I'm okay?
1: more, uh, I, my, I, don't know. It might rec, replicate me or like hurry.
2: L- listen, I'll, I'll call you back. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. All
2: right, bye. 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 Oh my god! I, is is this not?
1: Is this not, baby? That I'm um, here is. Hey, BB. Back right. from the bathroom. Hey, huh? what's
0: going on? Yeah. Uh yeah. Sorry. No, I never do that. I'm sorry. It just it, it came over me, so I had to yeah. take care of that. Hey, John, I was wondering, uh, do you want to do a Critics' Corner? Y- yeah, sure. Absolutely would love to. Yeah I, yeah, I I. wouldn't want to interrupt you during anything, so I just figured we could do a, a Critics' yeah, Corner. Yeah, yeah, That's you know, fine. if you're cool with it. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Okay. Critics'
0: Corner. Yeah, awesome, dude. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to go and... Uh, pull up this critics corner now this is going to be an interesting one uh because usually i go to like metacritic rotten tomatoes get my silly reviews this one i had to go to the bottom of the barrel i had to go to the deepest depths of critic hell to find this piece of shit review facebook okay oh no john (laughs) i this is an absolute rag that I had to dig up in order to get this Critics' Corner. It is from a publication called the New York Times. What the fuck? The fucking, have you even heard of this place? It's like garbage. Have you ever seen it? No, that sounds like a fake news conglomerate. It's gotta be, right? I've heard people call it, you know, the failing New York Times, and I can see why based on their fucking movie reviews. (laughs) Okay, well, I I would love to hear what they have to say. Is this about the thing? Oh, absolutely. This review comes from June twenty fifth, nineteen eighty-two. Wow. The day uh the thing hit theaters. This has to it be it is written by Vincent Canby. Oh my god, this has to be the oldest critique we've done on this cast. This is the yeah, this is the most ancient critics corner uh I've dug up. And I will say that it is somewhat of a long review, so I've pulled some snippets to read so we don't actually um uh go through the whole thing but uh yeah i i've pulled out the best parts from this review from the new york times whatever that is um so here's what vincent had to say about john carpenter's the thing John Carpenter's The Thing is a foolish, depressing, overproduced movie that mixes horror with science fiction to make something that is fun as neither one thing or the other. Sometimes it looks as if it aspired to be the quintessential moron movie of the 80s, a virtually storyless feature composed of lots of laboratory-connected special effects with... The actor is used merely as props to be hacked, slashed, disemboweled, and decapitated, finally to be eaten and regurgitate as, guess what? More laboratory concocted special effects. There might be a metaphor in all this, but I doubt it. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Yeah. Vincent coming in hot against the thing. Now, he goes on uh, to say this, and this is a little bit longer. I'll try to get through it quickly. Uh, He lists all the actors and he says, other worthy people appear on screen, but there's not a single character to act. All the performers are required to do is to react with shock and terror from time to time. Like all such movies that don't trust themselves to keep an audience interested by legitimate dramatic means, The Thing shows us too much of The Thing too soon so that it has no place to go. It plods in circles from one mock horror effect to the next. (laughs) It's entertaining only if one's needs are met by such sights as those of a head walking around on spider-like legs, autopsies on dogs, and humans in which the innards explode to take on other not easily identifiable forms. Uh, Hand severings, immolations, worm-like tentacles that emerge from the mouth of a severed head, or two or more burned bodies fused together to look like... Uh, spare ribs covered with barbecue sauce. (laughs) The thing which opens today at the Rivali and other theaters is too phony looking to be disgusting. It qualifies only as instant junk.
1: Wow. This is actually really interesting to look at now. Yeah. Because all the reviews I see are like ah, back in the day when things weren't CGI. Like it's so interesting. Like things are yeah I don't know. And
0: his complaint is like this isn't realistic enough. It's stupid it's, toys. Yeah, so I'll mention real quick that like this is what most critics said about the movie when it came out yeah. in 1982. There's an old re- Variety review you can read uh, that says similar stuff. Roger Ebert's review of this movie is pretty disparaging. Um, so this is like a common thread, right. but that New York Times review is is really scathing. This guy... Uh, thinks it is the ultimate moron movie of the eighties.
1: I, I, yeah,
0: wow. Yeah,
1: I saw that it wasn't a popular when it came out, but it was like it got revived somehow. Um, makes me wonder what. Yeah, it makes me wonder what movies
0: critics were wrong nowadays that everyone's going to love in the future. Probably Suicide Squad, right? Oh yeah, man! <laughs> Suicide Squad's going to have that cult following, just like the thing. <laughs> Everyone's going to be going nuts for David Ayer in like 40 years. <laughs> He's the new
1: John Carpenter. Everyone's going to be like, holy shit. Why did critics hate this oh, movie? Yeah. It's so
0: good. Dude, Suicide Squad. They're going to go back and read all these reviews and be like, I can't fucking believe the New York Times. They <laughs> thought Suicide It won a freaking
1: Oscar at the New York Times. It won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Times gave it a bad review.
0: New Mutants is yeah. what Mark has to say. Well, I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I just thought that review was so funny at how scathing it is. This like the horror cult classic, The Thing, by like l- legendary director John Carpenter. New York Times was like, "No, this is fucking gross and bad. And if you like it, you're an idiot,
1: unrealistic, <laughs> like dumb."
0: Yeah, ribs i hate spare ribs (laughs) it looks like spare ribs and barbecue sauce (laughs) that's what i'm gonna start saying about special effects i don't like (laughs) this looks like i'm looking at a rack of ribs that i would love to eat this is a goddamn hamburger and ketchup (laughs) terrible what am i looking
1: at jesus yeah (laughs) that is not what went through my head a second (laughs) time this film i wasn't like damn this yeah. looks like delicious food not bodies
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh weird i'm seeing in the chat mark says another bb better show up at the end and kill what what's that about oh kill me yeah no that's he's saying there's another bb i don't know what he's talking about oh, mark, I, okay weird yeah, it must be like really a joke it. or something i understand jokes you know because i'm I'm a person who understands jokes. It's just like a a thing. It must be an inside joke for Mark from like another episode down the line or something. I don't know. Yeah, I probably just forgot about that one. Yeah, Yeah, no big deal. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, let's. Why don't we just talk about New York Times reviewed the thing, but Big
0: Boy Movies has yet to review the thing. And that's what everyone's been waiting for. this is our chance. Yeah. In the year 2020, we're canceling the New York Times. (laughs) (laughs) And we're telling you
1: this is your new one-stop shop for movie reviews this is
0: all you need for movie reviews especially on the thing
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) our podcast should literally just be going through new york times movie review past and correcting them on what they were wrong
0: (laughs) yeah and telling them how wrong they are i think that's a good a good podcast we can do yes uh
1: makes people think we're better than the new york times and then
0: yes and then the new york times will give us a review (laughs) and everyone will listen even if it's bad exactly uh, maybe hire us as film reviewers. But
1: we won't take it because yeah. we're better than them.
0: Yeah, we're not shills. We can't be bought <laughs> Hell no. by big movie reviews. <laughs> I don't think so.
1: No. Uh, but the thing is, it's a film by John Carpenter from 1982, if you didn't goddamn know, which means we should be in spoiler town already, if you ask me.
0: because it, it, If you haven't seen the thing yet... Go watch The Thing. I would say spoilers don't totally ruin this movie anyway. True. um, Because it is fairly light on plot for the most part. um, And it's the the fun of it's way more in the creature effects and the directing and the suspense it builds. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen this movie before and there were still moments where I was on the edge of my seat even though I knew what was going to happen. It's very Um, suspenseful. So, yeah just the pre- the premise yeah, is
1: super suspenseful itself. So,
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: Um but yeah, th- my non-spoiler review is it's f- a fucking classic and f- fantastic. See it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my general impression is yes, it's extremely good. It's a horror classic um if you can stomach really nasty gore effects then absolutely 100 percent, see this movie it's it's like a master class on building suspense and uh creating monsters that are genuinely terrifying and uh but also being like a fun movie to to put on agreed
1: um and you, there's as mark is saying there are spare
0: ribs in barbecue sauce so it's it's delicious yes if you're hungry, you might want to bring a snack because this movie's really going to stir your appetite. You know? Trust me. I took one look at that thing, and man, oh, man, did I want to order Uber Eats McDonald's. Oh, absolutely. I was getting a full turkey dinner just looking at that thing. <laughs> I was like, when's Halloween? When's Thanksgiving? I need to eat. Yeah, delicious.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie starts and immediately captures my attention because it's the first moments is that are, are some dudes in a helicopter trying to hunt down this fucking dog. Yeah. It's a little husky and they're awful at it. I mean, I do I'm sure it'd be yeah, hard. They're to, so bad. I'm sure. It'd be hard to snipe a dog out of a helicopter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they're really bad. I don't know how this small dog is able to outrun this
0: helicopter basically. And um, yeah, Yeah, when they land, it's a
1: disaster. It's a disaster.
0: That is one of my critiques (laughs) is like how comically bad these Norwegians are at hunting this dog. (laughs) Like, because it's one thing, okay, they're in a moving helicopter. They're trying to snipe this doggo. But then they land and the dog's there and he's like, I know, I'll grab a grenade. (laughs) And he pulls the pin and it just flies out of his hand like a cartoon (laughs) and it blows up him and his helicopter. And you're like, okay, dude. The
1: only explanation is he was the doctor of that camp or something. He was not the uh, specialist in clearly carrying a gun or throwing grenades because he was really bad at both
0: really like not even throwing grenades just throwing anything (laughs) in general usually how bad he was right yeah, you don't. You want to have a firm enough grip so that when you wind back for the throw, it doesn't fly out of your hands. Yeah, and now you got me thinking that this is basically Moneyball, that they should have had
1: Billy Bean in this yes. thing to teach him how to throw a ball.
0: B- if Billy Bean had gotten the had assembled the team of scientists for that Norwegian base instead, <laughs> I feel like they would have been much more. He would have been like, "All right, which scientist do we want?" And be like, "How about this guy? He's really smart." And he's like, "Mm mm and they're like, "Why not?" And he's like, "That guy gets eaten by the jelly monster," and be like. Be like, look at his stats. Every time he gets eaten by the jelly monster, look at his stats. Oh, like Billy bean it can't all be about stats. Mm-mm. You want you want scientists that don't get eaten by the jelly monster. The stats say this guy will.
1: I love it. Although he yeah. he wasn't a fan of Fielding though, so maybe he would have accepted this guy. Maybe he would have yeah. been like, you know, it doesn't matter if he throws. He just needs to get on base.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> that's also really it's like philly Bean. He can't throw but can he get on base what base billy? <laughs> it's an living in a base can he get on it <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good point
1: <laughs> you got me there billy <laughs> can he get to the roof and get on the base um anyways uh get, getting past the money ball references because clearly the thing has a lot of them uh-uh. um then that Norwegian died, like, pretty terribly. Like, first of all, one of them d- obviously dies from the grenade. And then the other one is just still trying to shoot this dog, ends up shooting human, a human oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the other people are like, well, now we just got to kill you. You're shooting us. Um, And, yeah, just a s- very sad beginning for those Norwegians who just are awful like i can't imagine that be like those 30 minutes of my life if i were the norwegians
0: trying to chase this thing down missing every shot (laughs) this whole movie (laughs) wouldn't have happened if those norwegians had been even a little bit more competent (laughs) i think that's one of the most hilarious parts to me
1: is that it all like starts because these people are just like so frazzled by this thing that they're just like awful at doing anything
0: (laughs) um yeah, I don't know if you're familiar, but the 2011 remake—it's not a remake; it's a prequel, um, which Ugh. tells the story of those Norwegians. Oh, um, interesting. I've never seen it, so I don't know how it directly connects to the to the original. But uh, yeah, that's that's the 2011 version. It's like the same plot. It's just a bunch of people in an Antarctic base trying to figure out which one of them is the thing. Um, but it's just before the Kurt Russell one. Oh. Yeah. so I imagine they went through a similar game totally of
1: it. Among Us before Kurt Russell yeah. did. Um,
0: yeah, so you know how that one ends, which is it, the dog gets away and they get in a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess is it's a g- good ending. It wouldn't be a
1: great ending if the other thing hadn't come out yet, though. It, yes. It would have to be like one of those cliffhanger endings. You're like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> and then the next movie comes yeah. out and the characters that you've grown <laughs> to love just miserably fail and yeah, both die. Well,
0: no, what you have to do again. I haven't seen it, but I imagine there's a scene in the in the 2011 remake where there's that guy, and they're like, "Oh, let's go play catch in in the rec room." And he like just like sucks at throwing the ball. He like I set it up. He like oh, he's got a scene where he has to like shoot something, and he just misses every shot. And they're like, "Oh man, I hope I don't have to rely on you." For anything important, and i will be like, "Oh, I'm so clumsy." <laughs> they set it up so you know. Yeah, you know that's the guy who fucks it up for the American base. Um,
1: Mary Elizabeth Winston's apparently in the new the prequel thing, so they do have. She is. They have women at that base. They didn't have women at this one. No yes, women. In they this do one.
0: have women at that base. I think the generally what I've heard is the issues with the uh, prequel is that uh one it like it's the same plot just not as good and then two is that they were going to do practical effects like they had a whole huge special effects company contracted to do all of these practical effects like the original movie all these really great creature effects and then the studio got cold feet at the last minute and they were like no actually do cg just do cg monsters for the whole thing and the the cg is not great and you can literally see behind the scenes footage of all the practical effects they had. And they looked really good. <laughs> um, of course. So it was just the studio, like, not understanding what made the original so great. Yeah, like, and uh, being one like, of the, no, do it with
1: computers on this one, one. of the most important things about the original. They were like, ah, forget that part. Yeah. But it's hilarious. To, I, I would like to imagine a world where the prequel thing came out before the sequel and the thing yeah, we just saw, is called wild. The Thing 2. And they just kill off yeah. the characters
0: right away. To be fair, this one is a, uh, this one is technically a remake, the John Carpenter one. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is.
1: I, you just reminded uh, me that it was. When did the first yeah, actual it, The Thing come out?
0: 1951. I don't think it was even called The Thing. They're based off the same story, which is called Who Goes There? Oh, uh, about like a monster that uh can take the form of people and like replicate them interesting um so this is the one that gets remembered unlike all the other ones so this is the one we talk about oh it looks
1: like the other one's called the thing from another world
0: oh yeah there you go Mm. interesting um but yeah let's dig into this movie hell yeah digging in um Uh, so we get the norwegians they're comically bad at doing anything (laughs) Um, and now the dog is the doggus is in the base. And I, this dog is an incredible actor. <laughs> really good um, actor. I could not believe, cause I like didn't remember this super well. Cause it's been a while since the first time I watched it. But the scene where they let the dog into the pen with all the other dogs, it just sort of like slowly walks in and it just sits down and like stares at the wall. And that's the moment where you're like, okay, something weird is going on with this dog. Like that dog was so good it just immediately like being like okay now i'm an alien <laughs> and he just sits there like completely stone-faced and all the other dogs are like what the fuck is up with that guy yeah. i mean um, even when
1: it, even when he's like just walking around the base i'm like he's scheming like he, i could see it in the dog's eyes like he's scheming he's a smart dog yeah. he knows what's happening
0: <laughs> yeah because it wasn't it was not a dog yeah. unfortunately no it was the thing it was the thing um yeah we get introduced to all of our our good characters they have a lot of nice uh setups like how they can't reach anyone on the radio uh sort of everyone's role in the station um and obviously we meet kurt russell who is the heart and soul of this movie. sexy
1: beast kurt russell my oh he's
0: so sexy <laughs> Uh, that's why the thing couldn't recreate him he wouldn't be sexy yeah exactly that's why he never even tried yeah. if he if he if the thing tried to copy kurt
1: russell my god it would have been a disaster
0: yeah they've been like mm, that that's too ugly to be kurt russell we got a flamethrower <laughs> that guy wait a second did kurt
1: russell's character get uglier he's gotta be the thing now <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely mccready mccready yeah um what happens so the dog thing happens and then they eventually just figure out what this thing is all about from the doc i feel like um
0: yeah the the doc wilford brimley does some research um and also the dogs are all freaking out we get this horrific disgusting uh, like dog transformation where like its face peels open (laughs) it's like skull falls out Um, I love the use of, like, the reversing of the footage to make the tentacles look like they're all slithery and moving outward. Um, They uh, clearly had, like, ropes that they just pulled back. And then when you reverse the footage, it looks like they're, like, creeping out. Um, But that's when you get that uh, first look at how just disgusting the thing is when it's in its true form. And you feel really bad for those dogs who are just stuck in the cage with it, getting assimilated and, like, covered in acid. Yeah. Um, I mean... At first, I
1: was. At first, I kind of agreed with the New York Times. First, I was like, "Oh, they already revealed what the thing looks like." Um, yeah. But I would say it didn't matter in the end because I think the the fear in this movie is like anyone could be the thing. Who knows who's real? Yeah, and, that and that's there.
0: where the that's where the suspense comes yeah. from. And I think a lot of those older reviewers focus too much on the effects, which might make sense for the time because back then special effects were actually special like now a special effect is nothing it's they're in every movie they do everything um and they're generally like very believable whereas back then getting something to be on camera that looks real and convincing was a huge deal so they were like oh it it, it's gross like okay you made a gross thing yeah and they kind of missed the suspense point of the movie which is any of these guys could be the thing at any moment they could explode open into a disgusting like goo guts monster Mm -hmm. and that's what's just really great about the movie is you don't want to see the thing because it's so gross but you also know like it's out there and you're gonna have to deal with it
1: and just i don't know just when they kill one the thing you're just like you know some you know another person's the thing as well you're like oh shit
0: yeah and that's that's what's clever about it is it it's not one thing even it's even though it's called the thing it takes over any body or recreates any body that it comes into contact with so there are multiples and you just don't know who it is and they do a nice job of first all setting up that like it's probably not kurt russell so he's the one guy we can identify with Mm -hmm. um but then any of these other characters like they could be it uh gotta give a shout out to wilford brimley in the scene where he just absolutely wrecks the communication <laughs> yeah jesus with a fucking axe holy
1: shit <laughs> just destroying everything i mean super yeah. real like someone's bound to go like nuts if you're just sitting there like anyone with me could not be themselves I, yeah, and scary. figuring
0: out like this thing wants to spread and if a rescue team comes like then it gets yeah the ability to leave and and travel to the rest of the world. Very lucky for humanity that the thing landed in Antarctica oh, yeah. 10,000 years ago. <laughs> um because if it had landed in like New York, it would have been a problem. Yeah, everyone would be the thing. <laughs> yeah. There would be no more people. It would just be the thing. Yeah. Now here's my question. Let's say this uh, the thing assimilates all of humanity. What does it do then? It is, is it just humanity. like hang out and is it just people? hangs out with itself. It's because <laughs> then it has like no reason to explode into gross, like jelly monster. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like, I feel like it's a self-solving problem. We should all just give in to the thing, John. Now let me, let's say you were in a room with the thing and I'm not saying you would be because that would be okay. ridiculous, but if you were, you would let the thing touch you, right? No, Really? Because like the thing seemed like a pretty cool guy. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. You know?
1: No. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a. I feel like I can change the virus. It's kind of like the virus, right? Like it just wants to spread because like survival of the fittest. Like everyone's goal is to survive. Mm
0: Yeah, it's it's that like base primal instinct spread. Yeah, but like John, I feel like I can turn you around on this. You really, know, I mean like imagine if I was the this. thing. Yeah, like yeah. in a crazy world where that was the, the situation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you would let me like assimilate you, right? Because that would be cool and fun. Um if I say yes, can we move on to the next point
1: in the podcast? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, I would. Um on to the yeah, let's talk about um um when that moment happened, when the doc destroyed everything, I, I felt despair mm. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, knew how the, I was like, well, at this point, like everyone here is going to probably die. Like, I feel like their goal is just like at this point to make sure the thing doesn't make it out of this place alive. Um, mm-hmm. so I felt sad for all of them at that point.
0: Um, yeah, it was like, it's one of those moments where you don't know, what the motivation is. Cause like he could have been the thing. Um, it's like a human thing to do being like, Wilford Bremley's the one guy who knows that if this thing gets out, it's donezo for humanity. So like ultimate kind of the right thing to do is to destroy the communications and any mode for it to leave. Um, but at the same time, that also cripples everyone in the station gives it a better chance of spreading itself. So that immediately casts this suspicion I'm um, for Brimley and what he's doing. And that's uh, just like helps build in the suspense. You realize like anyone could be motivated. Um, there's a scene where the, he's not a sheriff, but like the marshal guy gives up his mm-hmm. gun and you're like, is he doing that? Cause he's the thing and he wants to earn their trust. Or is he doing that to like prove he's human? You just like, can't trust anyone in this situation. Yep. It's, it's among us, baby. Um, yeah, it is among us. And I believe me, we're going to have to talk about, <laughs> the remake that's gonna happen um, with all the famous streamers, no doubt this guy's toast PewDiePies. when we get the remake with disguised toast and pokimane <laughs> and uh ninja oh it's gonna be I so mean, good they have to have disguised toast be the
1: imposter right like he's just the goat imposter yeah. like if they don't it'll be a bad movie
0: um mm. And AOC, yes. AOC will also be. Yeah, in. and AOC. I know he's not really a streamer, but let's throw in Marquez Brownlee yeah. too. Let's have him in there. I feel like, I feel like he would be the spot. like station tech guy, you yeah. know? He would be the one in charge of the radios and everything. I mean, that's what Will Smith would want um, if he controlled Rewind. So Absolutely. If he controlled <laughs> the thing, he would have Fortnite and Marquez Brownlee. So
1: first, so obviously they all drop. They're like, where are we dropping, boys? And then they're like, Antarctica. Yeah, <laughs> Antarctica talk. <dog>. Um,
0: <laughs> and, and that's what it starts. It starts out, Ninja has spent his millions and millions of dollars being like, I've created a real-life game of Fortnite in Antarctica, <laughs> and all the famous streamers are going to drop in Antarctica and have like, a real game of Fortnite. And then, let's say, like, Pokimane. Now, she can't be the first one to be the thing. Who's like a less important streamer? A less important streamer. Um, a less um, important <laughs> streamer that's probably a bad way to phrase it let's say uh, let's say Rhett and Link let's say they're there and they drop and they find <laughs> this thing in ice and oh my god tentacles <laughs> now Rhett and Link are the thing and everyone meets up at this base and they know something's wrong and this is where the movie really takes yes, off I like it uh, now all these streamers are locked in here trying to figure out who the thing is I was thinking I was thinking um, Scara because I think he's not great at Among Us but he's still forced to play it because all his f-
1: streamer friends do okay that's probably a better pull than Red Link <laughs> for two like forty-five-year-old men. <laughs> Pro- probably don't play Fortnite or Among Us too often.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I w- I'm down for Red Link to be there, anyways. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's going to be a whole event, and there's going to be like nine of them left when they get when we finally get to the part where they have to figure out the thing, and they're all going to use their Among Us strats to try and figure it out, and it's all going to fail miserably. Yes, I honestly. Th-
1: just do it for fun like do like a mini short or something someone direct this i I would watch it
0: and pokimane will be mccready because i really want to see pokimane with a flame yes um (laughs) she's gonna be the one to get pokimane's a great crewmate in
1: among us i think she should never be the thing and i think she should just fucking destroy
0: everyone basically yeah she should roast them all
1: yeah at the end it's gonna be pokimane and fucking ninja drinking (laughs) drinking at the end yeah
0: drinking a beer while the the base burns (laughs) um
1: but yeah i to put it in among us terms at that point i i was pretty sus of the doc i was like is he third impostering right now is he is he because i felt like he was truly i didn't feel like he was the thing but i felt like he was just very scared and everyone immediately sussed him obviously because he is going insane um Yep. Which often in Among Us, you know that happens when people get real pissed. Everyone's like, "Well, this guy's obviously the imposter, right?" He's getting pissed.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to like <laughs> keep a level head, or else people are gonna be like, "Well, either they're crazy and they're dangerous for normal reasons, or they're crazy and dangerous because they're the thing." So, like, we gotta take care of this either yeah, way. Yeah, exactly.
1: So they lock his ass up, which you can't do in yeah, Among put Us. Put him in the. Su- supply I wish room. you could do that in Among Us. Just lock lock his ass up in a room let him not play
0: yeah put him in the brig yeah.
1: um they didn't vote him out though you can't vote people out in this among us no not in this one if anything the thing votes you <laughs> <out>. <laughs> absolutely I guess using a flame thrower is kind of voting them out though
0: yeah it's like throwing him in the lava pit or whatever yeah. um but let's talk about I think probably the most iconic horror scene in the movie which is the defibrillator scene oh um now, did you have you seen this before? Because I feel like even before I saw the movie, I had seen clips of this on YouTube and stuff like no, that. No, it gave me uh, very similar vibes
1: to that scene in Alien, um, which is very similar, where they, he's also being um, tr- the person's also being treated an alien, and then there's an alien inside them, and like things yep. unload the same exact way, basically. Um, so it felt felt mm. very similar in that way, but I
0: had never actually seen that scene. So okay, so did it catch you by surprise when his stomach opened up and had like teeth? You know, in yeah, it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it did.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like that scene is so iconic that I just I'd seen it somewhere before. So when I watched it for the first time, I was like, "Well, the defibrillators here, so I know what's coming." Yeah. And that that man loses his arms, and then his head crawls oh. up on the ceiling it's so gross head Uh, that
1: yeah that is the main thing that would give me nightmares in this film seeing that head if i like
0: oh absolutely like stretch off and then like fall on the floor and like crawl around it's like a spider
1: head spider heads are disgusting spiders are already gross
0: and then it's a human head yeah
1: spider come on
0: yeah awful and then you know, when the first time I saw it, I assumed the head was going to like get away and like do other shit, but then they just all turn around and the iconic line, you got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> God, and Kurt Russell fucking um, torches it. I like that though. I like you always,
1: I don't know, then it would have turned into alien all of a sudden because an alien, mm-hmm. it, the alien gets away and then they're just like, yeah, the alien vents They're just like, oh, where is he the whole time?
0: Like, I would rather, I, I like yeah. that they like stuck the focus on like, okay,
1: any one of these people could be it
0: yeah and the guy who says you've got to be fucking kidding ends up being a thing yeah. um i don't we don't know exactly at what point it happens to him but it could have been that he could have been like playing imposter and being like oh man you got
2: the thing yeah. good job it's like when
0: an imposter goes on like a huge kill run and then someone finds
1: a body He see and everyone sees a lot of people are dead and their first reaction is like yeah. holy shit everyone's dead yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i
0: like it good plays, good plays from that guy um it really threw me off the set yeah good place i believe that was i think that was windows i can't remember what his name was <laughs> yeah i don't know which one said that again um, i was too <laughs> i was too focused but, on the head i don't remember which one said yeah, it. yeah <laughs> as you should have been as <laughs> yeah,
1: most people yeah. were um they all have funny names though childs so <laughs> the, the funny uh, weird back i can't get my cousin out of my head my baby cousin he's not a baby anymore he's five but um Oh, okay. He, his name is George, and my other cousin, who is four, is named Charles. But
0: okay, their last name isn't George, right? Um, no, but their last name's Thomas. Okay. Oh, thank God. Um, okay. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Another first name, but okay. <laughs> crisis averted. Um,
1: but um, he can't say Charles. He calls him Childs. Childs. So every oh, time they said Childs, okay. like me and my dad were watching this together, and we were like. We just kept, like, saying, like, is that George? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, everyone's called oh, a child. Yeah, that's his name. Um, Cam the Third said, I doxed a five-year-old. Um, I haven't given his address out or Social Security out yet, but stay after
0: the show. Um, and I will be giving yeah. it out to our patrons." I mean, George Thomas. I'm sure there's only one of those in the world. <laughs> <laughs> George Thomas. Um, um. But, yeah, iconic line. Um, at this point they they copied it in it chapter two, the first movie that we ever oh, yeah. reviewed um they did an homage to that scene um oh yeah, uh, but yeah, so we move on to uh just a whole bunch more hubbub, a lot of slower talking scenes um which I think are some of the best parts of the movie where they're trying to figure out what's going on and and who's who. Mm-hmm um they find Fuchs all burned up in the snow and they have the scare where they think kurt <laughs> russell is the thing yeah uh because they find his his shredded up shirt which i don't even know if that was explained i can't remember where that came yeah from. they it was kurt
1: russell himself actually that like mentioned it to someone i feel like he was like or he mentioned to his diary like that they found yeah that they found Um, someone's clothes it tears up the
0: clothes but I meant specifically the McCready jacket that they found that was all torn up I'm like curious where that originally came from yeah because he wasn't the thing in the end. yeah that that's also confusing
1: to me because I thought maybe I mean maybe they he just happens to have torn clothes and Someone had, yeah,
0: them. no, I mean, it's not like a, a plot hole or yeah. anything. I was just curious, it's just a, a, um, a but, classic game of Among Us, you yeah. know.
1: I, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes something, something sus is there's no explanation for it, you know.
0: Happens, yeah. Um, I want to talk about my favorite scene in the movie, which is the blood test oh, scene. Oh, hell yeah! I love um, that, shit. which is so masterfully done. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen this movie, it's always scary. Um. <laughs> because the, it's like it's almost like the perfect jump scare i don't like jump scares but this one's so good that it gets you every time uh no matter how many times you've seen this movie um when that blood comes to life you're like oh shit uh like you just feel yeah. it um the tension is so good in that yeah scene. it's so good oh and at that point everyone's like taking sides and they're i don't know
1: there's so much like mm-hmm. in, everyone in the air is like well what even the people on the couch are like wait what if th- what if these are two things right here like tricking us um and tr- yeah. what if kurt russell's th- what if these two people are just like fucking us over right here like anything could be happening at this point mm-hmm. you can feel the tension in the air it's fucking uh, fantastic you as an audience yeah. member you have no clue what's happening either i mean that's just great
0: Every time, like, the wire goes into the blood, you're just waiting for something to happen. Then it doesn't. You're like, oh, but they still have, like, five more Petri dishes. You're like, oh, that Um, guy has
1: to be the thing. It's going to react.
0: Yeah. And then it doesn't. And you got to keep moving on. Um, I would have loved if Kurt Russell... Because he does that thing. He's like, now I'm going to confirm something we already knew. And he does his own yeah. blood. Wouldn't it have been so funny if that was it? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, shit. Uh- <laughs> it's a five-head imposter move. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out yourself as Out the yourself thing. as the imposter. <laughs> five-head.
1: So that they... Get, he was trying to get the scent off the other one. <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. would have been hilarious.
0: Oh, yeah. He was trying to protect his his other imposter friend. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's so brilliant, and it's another, like, incredibly gross moment. It's one of the funnier kind of faker scenes when the head opens up. Like, that looks really good when his head opens up, and it's like a Jaws situation. But then when he eats the other guy's head, and it's clearly like a dummy, like, flailing around (laughs) by the neck. You're like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Um, It's still really good. Like, that's something I applaud about this movie is that nothing in this movie looks so obviously real. Like I think CG ultimately might've been more convincing, but it's so gross that it's still scary. That's, I think what is impressive is that even though you in your brain, you're like, these are puppets. Um, they're so well-made and so gross that you can't help, but be like, no, 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 that's a monster. (laughs) Don't touch me.
1: Um, and it just, um, it has charm to seeing like a clear dummy it kind of has charm to it as well. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's how they had to do it.
0: Obviously. It's why I prefer like Yoda as a puppet, Yeah, you know, Yoda just doesn't look as good in CG. You want a Yoda yeah, puppet. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's the charm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and the thing sure is charming. I'll tell I mean, you because what. Because at least a puppet's
1: real. Like a CG, our human brains mm-hmm. are like, that's not real. Like a, pu- a puppet, you're like, that is yeah. a real thing. That's, um, <laughs> I can touch that and pl- and pl- like look at Yoda.
0: Yeah, no, and you have to imagine that helps the actors too, not having to react to just like a tennis ball on a stick or whatever, mm-hmm. like they actually have this horrifying blood monster like squelching yeah. and stretching in front of them. And so that scene where they're all tied <laughs> to the couch with it is so good because of that. Because you're like, holy shit, imagine being those guys. Yep like being tied to it and there's nothing you can do to get away. I love when ch- when, um, And that's another great. Yeah. Scene. When child's test uh, yeah, goes go pop,
1: when child's test is like good, they touch his blood and he's, he's a human and he's just like untie yeah. me right. Fucking now. <laughs> like I want yeah. out of here. Um.
0: Or even the, the Marshall guy, they, he's like, I know we've all been through a lot tonight and you guys are really shook. Uh, but I do not want to spend the rest of the winter tied to this yeah. fucking couch.
2: Like yep.
0: <laughs> such a good yep. line, such perfect delivery. So Good.
1: I also like how it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's cool. Cause like they don't even know,
1: like, I feel like they're like, they see they, they're reacting to their own blood. They're like, fuck, what if I'm the thing? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's still nerve wracking. Yeah. You're like, oh man. oh man, what if I'm the thing? And I don't even know it.
0: That's, Actually, relevant, uh, I got a coronavirus test this week, and it did come back negative. Ooh, nice. um, and I had no reason to sp- to suspect that I had coronavirus. Um, I just got it to, you know, be safe. But the, the two days where I was waiting for the results, I was like, fuck, what if I am positive? Like, what if this is how I find out? <laughs> Even though I'm not symptomatic and have been extremely low risk this whole time uh the whole time like what if i'm the thing like what if the test says that you're the thing what if CVS figures me out (laughs) mark says he
1: trusts bb jg sus really okay
0: yeah you're being pretty sus if i'm Uh, being honest in this podcast i don't know i yeah
1: yeah um mark i just i kind of disagree with that but um we can move on i I think bb's acting a little bit more like an imposter though so just a little
0: bit. What? What are you talking about? I'm a human man, just like everyone okay. else. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> we should uh, continue the review,
0: though. Obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've gotten to like the peak, uh, spooky scene. Uh, like I said, that's my favorite scene in the movie. And now it's just like, okay, we know definitively we're not the thing. That all these guys are safe. But is the doc safe? Um, that's the one person. Is is Wolford Brimley safe? And that's the big question is like, when did it happen? You know? Cause I don't I don't know if he was the thing the whole time, but at the end he is very obviously the <laughs> definitely thing. Definitely confirmed um, the thing. Yes, confirmed for sure. Yuck. I have to imagine it happened during that halfway point where he's like, I'm better now. Let me out. Let me inside. I'm all better now. And you're like, Yeah, you definitely <laughs> don't let that go very very sus. Yeah, that's too sus. You stay in the tool shed, yes, Wilford Brimley. You stay
1: in there. Way too sus. Wilfred Bribble is yeah. very sus.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: But yeah, we find out that the thing is trying to build a new spaceship so it can fly to the other parts of the Earth to uh, spread its terrible seed because I guess its original spaceship was no good anymore. Um, And I guess that's one of my few criticisms of this movie is that I kind of wish the spaceship wasn't even there. Like I kind of like the idea that this thing has no origin and it's just, we don't know what it is yeah. or where it came from. All we know is that we got to get rid of it. Having it be like a space alien definitively kind of raises some questions, which is like this thing, I guess it's intelligent enough to replicate an intelligent being but also, like, once it's outed, it just becomes a horrifying, screaming animal. <laughs> like, it has no qualities of an intelligent life form. It's just, like, a tentacle goo monster. Um. So how did it pilot a spaceship <laughs> before it had a body to inhabit? Or was that, like, another species spaceship that it took over yeah. and used to fly through the galaxy? I think that could be it. But Who knows? Uh, giving it an origin, I think... It could have, like doesn't really add anything i like the mystery of it like it being having no origin like it could be for, from hell for all i care and i think the movie still yeah, works
1: I, I like just keeping it as like they it was frozen
0: underground and they unfreezed it um yeah just having that mystery is is better and then you can involve it in the alien versus predator of universe. course we can finally get alien versus predator versus yeah, the thing of course um <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know why they haven't done that yet come on it's the thing i mean they the should thing is the goat
0: all right he is yeah good. and that movie takes place in antarctica i'm pretty yeah. sure so it's already there oh yeah it, huge <laughs>
1: crazy huge Kit. Huge <laughs> antarctica big big setting for movies back then um
0: yeah although they did not film it in there and in antarctica uh they filmed the exteriors in Alaska, I believe, and then the interiors were in refrigerated studios in L.A., which I think is really Re- Refrigerated studios. Nice. It had to be cold, so they, they filmed in very cold studios in L.A. to make it <laughs> in our very
1: big... I imagine they just made a very big refrigerator, um, almost like an Xbox Series yeah. X refrigerator. Um, yeah, they had to clean out all the frozen pieces that were in there. <laughs> and they stuck them <laughs> in there. Um. Predator very sus. I agree, Mark. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm wondering. So I don't get
0: why they split at the end. Why they if why they split up? I don't get it. They had to set the charges, the like dynamite, to blow everything up to try and kill it once and for all. Not there. And so he was like, when "Oh, go want, set the charges when they, over when they there." They wanted to go
1: check on Doc. Like, I feel like they should just all like stay together, stay together, so that yeah. they just like. Can't can't be replicated. Like they, so they can all confirm. Like, okay, we are all still the same person. I've been with them forever. Yeah. But then they leave childs behind to go check on the dock, which I was confused about there. But I guess they have to
0: like keep someone in there to keep watch or something to like keep setting up the bombs or something. It I didn't question it in context, yeah, so I think it, it works. works. Um I wasn't I wasn't really thinking about that. But everyone knows you win among us the moment. if you all just stay together in a group, right? That's true, but John, <laughs> I I don't know if you heard Actually, Among Us is a pretty old game. It's yeah. So maybe they did have it back then. <laughs> he was playing chess on a computer. Yeah, true. Oh, that, oh, was, funny. that oh, was funny. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. He so here's, pissed. here's the pitch for our our streamer movie is that instead of the chess computer, they are playing <laughs> oh, yes. Among Us on a computer. And then, you know, Pokimane gets pissed and she throws her whiskey into <laughs> it and destroys it. She's playing a game with randoms and they, uh, they're on Discord yeah, together. Yeah, and it's like a... <laughs> It's like a $2,000 like gamer rig <laughs> PC with LED lights. She you throws just, the whole like whiskey glass just into it, the, Completely fries it. You see it. the chat. It's like, I'm, a, I'm
1: on Discord with Red and he got killed by Blue. And Pokimane's
0: like, God damn it, stop cheating. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's cheating. She destroys the computer and everyone on stream is like, you just see a million clips fly by. That's like Pokimane destroys PC. <laughs> like everyone clipped it. Stop cheating um yeah this is i I think we gotta have a reference to the chess scene obviously oh yeah it's such a good character (laughs) moment and also just really funny funny. (laughs) um red letter media did a review of this movie at one point and i love the joke they made that like in the middle of the movie someone's like oh yeah we could probably figure this whole thing out all we need is a high-tech chess computer (laughs) and and we'll be able to like solve all our problems and kurt russell is just like um <laughs> well about that <laughs> well i
1: think the thing got to it, it it's, it's destroyed
0: yeah the thing the thing threw its whiskey <laughs> into into its guts um so we can't yeah, do th- that I one caught Oops. the thing
1: drinking some whiskey and he got pissed threw it um but yeah it, it, it's this all ends and <laughs> sort of a big face off i am i'm pissed at um who's the other guy palmer
0: Maybe. Maybe. I can't remember. I just know. No, it's not Palmer. Childs Palmer's a sergeant, there. I feel like.
1: Who le- no, okay. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? I have to go through this whole cast list. They all just have like one word yeah. names that I'm like.
0: It helps to remember it when you're watching yeah. the movie. Like, it's good that they all have but simple names. But I can't names. remember any of them. Yeah. Um, oh, Nala, maybe? I think Blair was Nala? Wilford Brinley. Maybe.
1: Um, I think Nala like went down to like check. On the other person that was still alive that I can't remember who, maybe Blair? No, yeah. Blair's the doctor. Yeah. Um, Because the doc got to one person and then Nala went down to check on it. And then it's just Kurt Russell left. And I'm like, damn,
0: just like that. Yeah, he blows it up with a big stick of dynamite. Yeah. Um, also love when Kurt Russell comes in, and he's like, I'll blow us all fucking yeah. up if you think I'm the thing. He just has his dynamite, and you're like, Well, that's a pretty solid True. defense. But, well, that's
1: like when in, in Among Us, when the, the imposter's like, Go ahead, kill me. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, vote me off. You guys can vote me off. You'll see it's not me.
0: Yeah, vote me off. I'll blow all of us up. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I like yeah, so I like the final moments. He blows
0: up that gross monster. If the fi- Yeah, it um, it was weird. I don't know if that was like the true form of the thing, or if it just reverted back to dog or something like that. But either way, it was very gross. Yeah,
1: I, I I like to think we don't know the true form of the thing. Um. Or it just, like, doesn't yeah, have one. Yeah, I feel like right? it just doesn't have one. I feel like it's just built off so many f- DNAs or whatever at this point that it's just, like, all these all these yeah. different species mixed together. Um, that's what mm-hmm. I like to imagine the thing is. It's just he's globbed humans yeah. and dogs and a... everything he's ever copied together.
0: Yeah, everything it's ever touched, it just can transform into and, like, use parts yeah. of it and all everything that. Everything the light touches him. Um, you know? But everything light touches is the thing <laughs> as, as they, they say. say at the end of
1: the movie um and yeah. it's weird
0: because it's it's animated and
1: straight up it is simba and um
0: yeah simba <laughs> it, it becomes the lion King <laughs> it's at the end. very weird
1: um but i do um, like the ending a lot when he meets up with childs and you i don't know you're kind of um, like uh oh is he is he the thing
0: is he the thing now it's like the perfect ending for this movie, which is they get separated. (laughs) We know Kurt Russell blew it up. Um, but Childs doesn't know that because he asks, like, did you touch it? Um, and just like the perfect delivery of like, you know, how are we going to get out of here? And Kurt Russell just says, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and they just sit there, stare each other down, drink a beer. And you realize like, yeah, as long as there are two people left, you can never be sure. (laughs) Um, it's such a great way to end that as like, oh man, because you don't know if Childs is yeah. the thing or not. He could be. Yeah, and he, Childs doesn't um, know if Kurt Russell is. And it's yeah,
1: I don't know. It's a good. It's a great ending. I like how they just both give up. <laughs> they're both like, I've done stressing about yeah. whether or not you're the thing. I'm just gonna believe you're not and take a drink. <laughs> I'm sick of it.
0: Well, I don't even think that's it. I think they both are suspicious of each other, um, and. They're, they're both like, well, we're just going to have to sit here until someone gives or we have a way to figure it out or like something because Child's has a flamethrower <laughs> um, and if the thing has a flamethrower, that's yeah. no good. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, – I think they just have like a deep mistrust for each other in that moment and, you know, e- either they're both willing to die to be sure or something, but – it's, it's just ambiguous enough that it, it works tonally for the theme I, of the Yeah, I think movie. it's perfect.
1: I, it's perfect. I, it's a great ending. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm glad. So I'm glad they split up in yeah. the end. Those are the best games of Among Us when everyone splits up, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. You come back and there's only three people left and one of them's the imposter. 50-50.
1: They're, they're arguing. Classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I played a game the other night where uh, the imposter killed someone right in front of me and the third person, obviously me and the imposter were going back and forth being like, they're the imposter and they're like, no, he's the imposter. (laughs) And this third person who had to be the tiebreaker Uh, Completely shit the bed, didn't vote for anyone, ran away. (laughs) Then the imposter killed me. At least got a vote, and I was so. You at least got a vote. Yeah, (laughs) it's just so that's the that's because I was like, (laughs) dude, okay, okay, we're still alive. We have to stick together though, or else they're gonna kill us. He's like, oh no, either one of you could be the imposter, and I'm like, if you run away, we lose. And then he ran away, and we lost. So yeah, it was uh, it was one of those. I'm glad the the thing didn't have that ending. That (laughs) probably wouldn't have been super satisfying. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah yeah this is a great movie i can't believe i mean it's always been on my list to see um i finally Mm -hmm. got to see it for this beautiful podcast and it's one of my favorites of all time it's so good i just love the plot yeah love the plot of it so much i think it's executed so well um and i'm definitely Mm -hmm. coming back to this
0: every halloween baby give me the thing oh yeah it's one of the the best horror movies ever made i think uh john carpenter's super cool he's just like Hangs out and plays Xbox and like smokes cigarettes. Now that's just like <laughs> that's who he sick. is. And if someone asks him to do like a score for a movie, he'll be like, "Yeah, I'll do a score," and he'll like do his synth thing with his son. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, there's, yeah, he's a super cool guy. um uh, We should shout out the score real quick. Ennio Morricone, absolute mm-hmm. legend. uh I actually, I thought this was a Carpenter score for some reason, and then Ennio Morricone's name came up in the front, and I was like, "Oh, I guess it was him." It really doesn't sound like something that he would do, but it's, it's totally him, yeah. uh, and it's a fantastic score. The theme is so good; you just come away from that movie and you're just like, boom, boom, yeah, it's boom, so boom, good. boom, boom. It just, it's exactly right for the movie. Um, yeah, beautiful score, uh, and one of the all-time great composers for for Obviously. movies.
1: Great, great composer. I, yeah, this this movie is just. It's a class. I can't can't talk shit about it. It's a classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, suck it, New York Times. We got you. We (laughs) win once again. New York Times, you are idiots. Awful reviewers.
1: You don't know movies.
0: You're bad. We've voted you (laughs) out. You're imposters. Um. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since uh, neither of us are imposters, obviously- (laughs) And we're both human people. I think now's about the time to end it. So until next time, stay big. What? Eat this, fuckface. Son of a bitch, burn! <sighs> <sighs> oh, oh, it
1: didn't touch you, right? No, we're we're in different cities.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Happy Halloween.